welcome to another episode of A Ghost in the Magazine. I'm Steph. And I'm Elle. And I'm Mel. And I'm Matt the Chud. And this is a Hot Pocket. And we're in our third week of 31 Days of Horror. You guys, you're alive. You made it. Yay. I'm just glad to be back. Always glad to have you. I'm just, I'm making more appearances and it feels nice. It is. We like seeing your face around here, around these parts, the hillbilly yeah. parts of the, the hillbilly internet. Parts. Not <laughs> in the bathroom, which is yeah. where right. I'm accustomed to recording from. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. We Moving need up. a soundboard of obnoxious sounds. I have. <laughs> I not uh, put me in charge. I'm super tired. All right. I worked a lot this week, like I do every week. And I've been up since like six with like, soccer stuff and barbecues and all that shit so i'm just uh, i'm kind of tired you barbecued too hard i ate barbecue too hard oh it didn't assist in the uh sleepiness oh man it'd be like that has been like that times in my life as well i ain't complaining well let's get rolling then so let's start with our (laughs) rankings mel did you watch all the movies no all except for and what's the one the night one oh one dark night one dark night yeah all the rest of them i saw yeah that's that one with heath ledger in it right one dark night or no, no. that's that's that one with martin lawrence when he goes back in time what? first night that's a funny movie all right no i, I didn't I, see any of those movies El, i'm sorry i said no <laughs> so let's start with matt since he has the least, he only has two. What's your ranking, Matt? Okay, I think, Steph, I saw yours. I think it, uh, mine are going to be wildly different. I only watched Castle Freak and Chud 2, and it's been a little while since I've seen them, but they're pretty fresh in my memory. I'm going to give Castle Freak a 3.5. Ah. Okay, okay. And, bud, let's see. Chud 2, a solid 2.5. But those those you. those movies are in my wheelhouse, though. You you all already know that. Okay, I would start with Hell House Two. I would give it four chuds. Yeah, I know. I'm kind of <laughs> house fan though. All right, and then I would go Apollo eighteen three and a half chuds. Then From Beyond two and a half. Then Two Evil Eyes for Edgar, one and a half. And then lastly, Castle Freak with one chud. Oh my god. I, I'm i not going to give my chuds until the end. I'm just going to give my from least to most, I guess. Okay. Just because I watched them all. But like, I'm going to do the same. You guys have some differing views because those are the areas I need to hear things about because I don't have anything to say. So my list was, I put two evil eyes at the bottom. I did not finish it for bitch reasons. Bud the Chud, Hell House 2, Castle Freak, The One Dark Knight, Apollo 18, and then From Beyond was like up there in general, even for all the movies we've covered so far. I am a strange mix of Steph and Matt in this case um <laughs> so my lowest movie was hell house llc 2 i was very disappointed in it as a fan of the first movie 
My second from the lowest would be One Dark Night. My third was Chud 2. Fourth would be Two Evil Eyes. And that only placed so high because I liked the first one. The second one can suck my dick. My third overall is Castle Freak. My second is Apollo 18. And my top is From Beyond. Now, can I ask a question? I, I didn't watch From Beyond. Mm-hmm. Uh. But, so... <laughs> Like that's on Max right now, right? I don't know. I watched it on okay. Tubi. It's, it's on Tubi. Is, is that yeah. the one that has? I feel like I've scrolled past it a bunch of times. Is that like a late seventies or early eighties? And does the early. does the cover art like look kind of look like Lady Gaga? Is that what I'm thinking? Yeah, of? it looks yeah. real okay. stupid. It doesn't look like what it is at all. It's just like I, a I picture of her going like this. Yeah, that's what it looks like. Okay. All right. I didn't watch it. I would like to amend that I have seen One Dark Night. I guess I just tried to erase it from memory because of all the dead body slime or whatever. But I yeah. did see And uh, <laughs> the best part was the the clothes. The outfits were popping, actually. If you want to talk about wearing your 90s attire, you could definitely take some outfits from that movie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. All right. Well, we're going to go out of order this time. We're going to go ahead and start with my lowest of the two that Matt watched so we can get Matt done and on with his day. And so we'll start with Bud the Chud. <laughs> up top. I, I got I have thoughts up top. We've we've all seen the original Chud, right? Except for yeah. Mel. Well, Mel hasn't. Mel hasn't. OK. I'm then- just bring this conversation. You won't appreciate this nuanced opinion. I don't understand the departure in the character design from the first film. We've talked about it. This isn't a Chud film. Oh. And I believe it was adopted from like some sort of zombie movie, obviously. Like, but they just wanted to put like Chud licensing on it for some reason because Chud was such a great <laughs> film. Blockbuster. <laughs> but no, I. I do not understand the character design. Does that have anyone else a little bit? The whole thing had me puzzled. Okay. The weird teeth and the like, I guess like dark circles around the eyes and then just looking weird and Oh, I'm talking about They had about like shark teeth. Oh, come on. The fact that they turned him into a golden retriever. Oh, no. Did we you guys watch this? Did you Matt. guys watch the same one as me? We Ch- fell for it. Chud Matt. 2 Air Bud we fell for it Chud to air Girl, bud i'm not doing this <laughs> oh thankfully i have actually watched bud the chud but yeah he's just he's just the teeth are terrible and it's the shark teeth yeah it's fucking bad the main like kid in quotation marks the guy with the underbite right that guy's what's his name like brian robbins or something and did you oh, know he's God. like the ceo of paramount nickelodeon and like all that shit right now and that's for real that's not me fucking around are you are you serious that's <laughs> amazing manifestation go from playing somebody on bud the chat to being a ceo yeah let, let me pull uh, it up right here brian robbins brian levine better known as brian robbins is an american business executive and actor and filmmaker and has been president and ceo of paramount pictures and nickelodeon since 2021 Damn. Facts. Facts. Boss bitch. Wow. I never that, would have uh, expected that. That said, he's an awful actor. <laughs> Just yeah. terrible. They're all terrible. It's all terrible. That's really all I had. 
it's on funny this though. Movie. <laughs> I didn't. It I loved it. I don't know. I didn't have a good time at all. I did. I was trying so hard to pay attention. I, it's not always like that because I thought the first Chud was funny, but I just I don't know. This I is like such this a movie better than the first. Sorry. Moving the, love uh, story. What's the tone it's of a coming this? of age love story? No, it's like the tone is I don't know, weird science with zombies instead of a hot lady. Oh yeah, there is weird. I get weird <laughs> science vibes. Yeah, I got except yeah, without but... some problematic vernacular while at the uh, bar from Anthony. Was it Anthony Michael Hall? Uh, yeah, no, <laughs> you can't do that. that. Can't do that. <laughs> I mean, you I could got, back no. then, but you can't now. No, I got Encino Man meets the stuff. That's what I thought. Is that the caramel the apple uh, sucker? Yes. I'm not. I've been My really first jealous of, the of it. Nice. I haven't had one yet. Oh, uh, the stuff. We had we had an argument about the stuff. Elle and I strongly disagreed on that. Yeah, I liked it. It was goofy. Very. Goofy. It was. I was having a good time until they showed a chocolate chip Charlie in the holes in his face, and I got real sick from that. <laughs> it made my skin itch. She started picking I at her like skin. It. I was like, "Get the picture <laughs> off! Get turn the picture off!" <laughs> I'm already itching now just thinking no! about it. Literally. How many permits did they like did they not attain when they locked that kid inside of that tanker? I had no idea what the hell was going on. It's like a confined I... spaces violation. But and then the government showing up at this kid's house and the mom's like, uh, what's happening? And he's like, Your kid's got my property. Let's go. I'm like, Ew, why even bother showing up there in the first place? Just kidnap him. You're the government. Just snatch him up off the streets. I, I don't condone that, but like, get it over with. I forget. I already forgot why they even went to the government lab like in, to take because him. Because they lost I thought the it was body. Like a... <laughs> they oh, lost, yeah, right. they lost the yeah, cadaver. Right. <laughs> it, it was literally, literally this Mel, this body, ended, it's on a rolling stretcher thing. Ended up getting it outside and rolling away. And now they're on an adventure to get him back, but he's alive. <laughs> Did you like the Foley work, though? No. <laughs> it sounded like he's eating an apple. <laughs> no. It, it was awful, but it was it, awful funny. Okay. I had a good time. It wasn't. There's I nothing part, there. Yeah. Part oh. of it is I didn't have any expectation for it because Matt already told me it was crap. So, like. <laughs> I was looking for that theme song, that Bud the Chud theme song, which that, okay, that slaps. It's beautiful. That it's slaps. Like, That's it would fit the in the Doll Man soundtrack. Yeah, I would have liked it better if Doll Man showed up somewhere. I I just didn't oh, God, like yeah. it. I didn't. <laughs> I didn't That's not myself. We disgusted at the same time. She's just yes. <laughs> How when he's watching that lady working out, <laughs> she just fucking lights a cigarette up right afterwards. It's great. And she orders like some okay. pizza and shit. Okay, but I really I identified with this woman so hard. All right, she's in her her aerobics outfit and she's like, I gotta do this because I fucking drink a lot. And as soon as I finish this, I'm gonna order a pizza. Hell yeah, girl. Me too. That's how we. That's how we get in shape. I like it. That's why. Whatever I run. shape that is. That's the shape I, I like. She was ready to fuck. She was. She, right. But he had to show her his teeth like 
keep them shits closed hidden until you're in the bedroom my guy and she started screaming he was like oh, okay god kill her fun movie i don't have a lot to say about it yeah it's it great the pool scene at the end is completely ridiculous that's not it's like that's not how electricity works that's not how anything works <laughs> like but there there we go that's how it ties in with the original movie how many times was i saying that's not how science works when i was watching chud oh the manhole covers and all that shit <laughs> yeah dude all i can do is shake my head steph wants to two. get past this one so <laughs> long two chuds no i give it three and a half three i think so half. sounds yeah. right i don't I even remember it. what i gave it but it wasn't good one. oh it was 0. 0.5 or one. Oh yeah, yeah was... i get half chud half chud brother chud gets half chud he had a half chud out there when he was watching that uh, lady workout yeah i was did. gonna say it's the bottom it's the bottom half of the chud yeah you gave half chud <laughs> Was it this? Was it a stinger where like he puts his like thumbs up or something, or like his face was like just barely poking out of the the frozen water or, what, or whatever was going on? The diner full of zombie chuds. Stop it! Get oh, off me! Excessive get force off, on me. those chuds, you know. Oh my god! <laughs> but like he was just really wanting wanting to ask that girl for a date when he was up on that diving board, but he just didn't have the words. He, he wasn't did have being, shark teeth, though. He wasn't being very aggressive. <laughs> it was a terrible movie. I loved it. Terrible. Terrible movie. I loved it. <laughs> terrible. Awful. Let's move on to Castle Freak. Okay. I have words. I'm prepared. I texted Elle. All right. I didn't know what I was getting into, but the, the man in this movie is just the worst. The dad, the husband. He's also the worst at acting drunk. <laughs> Oh, terrible. He was bad at that. Yeah. No, yeah, he got everything he deserved. He probably could have got a little bit more. I mean, but they were all generally a little bit terrible. I mean, the the blind daughter was pretty cool. Yeah, I thought she was good. I have thoughts. Okay. He's better as Herbert West, I'll say that. My boy Herb. I thought that that was some of the worst blind acting I'd ever seen in my life. Yeah, but compared to everything else, what's your list? What is what is high on your list of, of good blind acting? Please <laughs> give it to me. I'm guessing Castle Freak's probably right Ooh, up there. Jamie Foxx, Ray Charles. Oh, yeah. man, yeah, that's a good poll. Uh, I can't think of anything. Yeah, but that wasn't at the top of your head. Mel did that. You weren't thinking of... No, uh... I said that's a good poll. There's no, me. I don't know, but I want to know. I want to know what your what your your top threes are. What's like, that one? Which are what's, comparing to? I got one. What's that one where the kids break into the blind guy's house and he's like, "Oh, we talked impact. about that last episode." Yeah. yeah. Don't, okay. Don't breathe. Yeah. That's, That's all right. Blind acting. <laughs> but I'm not and judging then, this girl. How about Luke in Star Wars when he's wearing the helmet and he's hitting away those things with the lightsaber? He's kind of like faux blind, right? I'm not gonna count it. I'm gonna be that guy. <laughs> okay, I only got the one. I'm I'm gonna be honest. I feel I feel put on the spot. Yeah, you're welcome. It's <laughs> it's okay. I'm not gonna judge her either way, just because just playing a blind teenager whose parents are divorced and her dad is incapable of not cheating on the mom. So oh divorced, they should. So. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the lady was trying, you know, she was trying. It's not her fault she can't get over the cheating. But like with what we've seen here, I feel like he didn't try very hard. Well, how long were they there? And I don't think it was the thing? cheating. She couldn't get over him negligently killing their son, basically. Yeah, that's a problem. That too. I forgot about that. Playing that his too. little bandai tiger like handheld game in the back seat and dropping it and shit Just yeah being belligerently he was drunk, drunk driving yeah mm-hmm. yeah the it's unforgivable thing, yeah the thing that i'll say about this is i looked at this as this is a full moon feature right this is full moon production whatever whichever like era of that they were in the writing and the story development and the character development for it being a full moon movie good exceptional exceptional just because of what it is this isn't demonicus this isn't you know yeah there's they've done so much worse garbage than this so that's why maybe i place it a little bit higher um can i ask can i ask this does this movie feel like it was came out in 95 or does it feel like it came out in 85 85 Big yeah. time. I don't know it was 95. For the like sexual stuff, which I felt like was a little bit more indicative of the time. Well, mm-hmm. the Castle Freak took the sexual stuff a little bit above and beyond. Okay. De- definitely okay. 100% disgusting. Better done without the mutilation. I texted Elle because I. Not for me. I just, I wasn't expecting that. Do they get into, like, the origin of what, like, why he's a monster and, like, why he's in the castle at all? That kind of pissed me off. Because, yeah. like, what, is, what, are you, what are you doing here, brother? And, yeah. like... There was a shrine. Oh, he was the... He was, he was that... the son. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh! Okay, but, like, all right, I guess. So, it, it read more, like, hills have eyes to me, but he was enclosed instead of out in the desert. He was kept there. The problem I had with the castle freak was this is a victim of obvious abuse and he's turned into like a monster. There's like narrative reasoning for it. However, I just, it feels icky. It just feels icky. I don't like it. I I don't like the way that they told the story, I guess, in that respect, especially with the other part. Like it was weird to me that I was watching a movie where the subplot felt more compelling than the main action, especially in a scary movie. I feel like there was more of it. There was more of that than anything about him. And then all of a sudden they throw in that, first of all, he's, his body's fucked up. He has no penis, but he has a very up close and personal crusty ball sack (laughs) and he bites this lady's titty off. Why are you throwing that in? Help. Somebody yeah. send help. Had you mentioned the ball sack? Because once they showed it, they would not <laughs> show it. Yeah. Oh, the ball I, that's why I texted L. <laughs> it's like, the a... there, see, I'm like, oh, Jesus. Like, <laughs> I said, I basically said, I'm so sick of this man's. I hate this man's crusty ball, yeah. ball sack. Yeah. <laughs> really went from like abused ogre. Wanting to be free to like sexually depraved Frankenstein really quickly. I hated it. Yeah. Yes. Really- he could have been like, oh, I don't know. Can I say one I thing? Know. Yes. You would have smelled this guy a mile away. 
A hundred percent. Good point. Yeah. That part. And he was athletic than a motherfucker. I was like, buddy, you've been eating what kind of salami and molded bread? Because I'm over here buying protein shakes and stuff. Like, I need to know. Like, it just and was, he was like, chained up. Right. Hardcore. That he just was like, super strong. Like, I was like, no way. He could barely get up in the beginning. So they're trying to imply he got strong from drinking cat blood and yeah. blood. Gross. He had huge calves too. Like that's just like kind of an yes. oversight. Like there's no, it, he shouldn't have had huge calves. He should be all no. atrophied and shit. I never look at his calves because the ball. That so. I never saw his calves either. Ball sack was front and center. Okay, mm. front and center. And I fair enough. About it. Speaking of a half chud. Oh, <laughs> I burped and that was awful. Like. So we have the choker, the burp, crow peck titties. You know, now we have titties bit off by a dungeon eunuch. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna no. I'm gonna scrub this movie clean of my brain. Okay, mm. when I when I get out of here, and I'm never gonna talk about it again. Yeah, that's except for a great title. Title's perfect. Yeah. That's exactly what occurred. There was a freak in the castle. And he just like got freakier and freakier. (laughs) (laughs) And it was confusing. I was just confused about his, not the story. It was pretty, it was pretty clear. And that father was still negligent after killing their son and just didn't watch the blind daughter in the castle she's never been to before. While there's a missing sex worker. Hello. And he's being frank. Hello. And then the cops. Isn't that like her cousin or her brother or something? The, the... It was like the lady who cleaned in there. That was her brother. And so they blackmailed him. They add that in there for extra measure. Just in case mm-hmm. things aren't spicy enough. And then there was another cop that ends up getting the, the sex worker's son. That must have been related to her at some. Yes. At, the, in yes. Some way. That was her baby daddy. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. It's a damn soap opera. It's set in a small town, so. Italy, definitely, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Barbara Crampton, though, we gotta, we gotta just add. I mean, she's a, she's a darling, and I just like mm-hmm. seeing her on the, uh, yeah. on the screen. I love her. Mm-hmm. So this guy is the guy from the other movie, right? From, yeah. from. Okay. Both of them yeah, are, and her too. Yeah, her too. Wait, they're, yeah. they're in that movie too. They're in from they are. Yeah. They're yeah. a dream team. I love them. I guess I got to go watch it now. Yeah, Anna, I highly the recommend. Animator. Yeah. Right. Yes. Right. So good. A terrible movie. It. Yes. <laughs> Three and a half chuds. Just Loved dreadful. It. I gave it a chud. I did. I gave it a whole chud, even despite the ball sack. The you got to admit though, like the freak itself looked pretty good. I mean, especially the ball sack. Practically, yeah. I was very disturbed by the ball sack. So, yes, if okay. that's good, it was good. Did the job. How yeah, many chuds, Bill? I give it one chud, basically for, like, aesthetics, you know? Like, it it gave Castle. I mean, it you did. know? Yeah. And it I did t- give Castle. And I like Castles. So, you know, I thought that, that they didn't do too much to get, like, busy with that, like, Try to give him some weird backstory, you know. It wasn't like too quasi moto, like mm-hmm. you know. I didn't hate that, but 
pretty much everything else I hated. <laughs> I am yeah. still a little bit lost on the backstory. Like you faked your son's death or some shit. Like, yeah, yeah. it's is this weird? There's, it was very. I weird. think there had to have been some kind of an accident because he's covered in scars, and so I think uh -huh. that what happened was they were so like repulsed by him after mm -hmm. the accident that they decided to they just put him away. in the dungeon instead of having him out because this is aristocracy, right? Because she was a duchess. So there's yeah. obviously social consequences to it, which is terrible. They don't lean into that part of the story. And that's I why like they could have and they should have. They could have and they should have. And that's why I actually get, I, I gave it three chuds and I'm oscillating between two and a half and three chuds here. And it's because there are things that it does right. And the atmosphere is pretty damn good. And I'm not mad about watching it. There are movies that I have watched, especially mm -hmm. this month, that I am fucking mad about wasting my time watching them. This yeah. one wasn't one of them. <laughs> Even though he bit that lady's titty off. That was fucked up. It that was hurt. fucked up. Yeah. Did not enjoy I was that mad. part. That was, I was mad. To do it again, I'm just like, haven't you eaten enough titties? It just... <laughs> right. Aren't you I full? If you Aren't you do... full of titty? Right. Haven't you had enough? Like, and just to show us those like amazing titties first and then have them chewed away. It was just like disrespectful. Yeah. Disrespectful. Yeah, but I mean, would it have been better if they were ugly, saggy titties? No, because no, I really we respect all them. titties. Right. All boobies matter. The thing is, we got to see them in, in their amazing glory. Not saying like a different titty would have been less amazing, but it's like, <laughs> ah, and then he's like, no, I'm not. I mean, it was terrible. She's and a very pretty lady. Yeah, she, she was gorgeous. I I kind of didn't blame the one guy because he was a crappy guy anyway. I mean, his wife yeah. was Yeah, and she was hot. But I he, get it. I get it. He and came faster than Matthew McConaughey in True Detective Season 1. <laughs> I'm leaving. True. He did, though. It's not his fault. Oh, well, I got to go, guys. I'm sorry. And this is where I tell you where you can find me. You can obviously find me locked down in the bottom of a castle like a castle freak. See you guys later. See you, Matt. Bye. Thanks. Keep all your bits down there. He's, I cannot believe we fucking fell for that. We're like, I'm always like, we're too smart to fall for his shit. And he fucking got us. Got you. Unbelievable. <laughs> Matthew. All right, our next movie that we're going to talk about is Hell House LLC 2. And we're going to let Mel go first since this was high up on her list. Her jam. Okay, I gave it four chugs, but mostly because, you know, I love a cult following. And Hell House has a cult following, you know, like, like Halloween, like Friday the 13th, you know. Like, it's a modern found footage cult following series essentially so i kind of like the idea of that and also what i like about this one is by the time i'm going through the haunted house the hell house in this one like i know the house you know they didn't switch it up really in terms of the layout of the house or the setting you know a lot of the props are the same so it's really easy to stay on board. And you know what? I'm kind of in it for the cheap scares too. There are tons of cheap scares, but they're solid because you expect them to be one after the other kind of haunted house style. 
I like that they upped the ante a little bit with it drawing people in, even though it was a, that was a touch corny for me. But you know what? It was kind of scary in its own way. It was pretty corny. It was it was definitely corny, but I think it's kind of like you have to ask yourself: It does the barometer for corniness change for found footage? For me, it kind of does. I mean, the it's Blair true. Witch Project, corny. I really like that one. Right? Uh, yeah. Okay. So, like, I'm not here to shit on any movies, even regardless of what I said about Bud the Chud. Okay, I'm not here to. I'm not here to shit on a movie because I like a lot of shitty movies that other people do not like, and we've we've heard about that on this podcast. Okay, it's been all it's been all over the place. We know we know what Seth likes. I think I'm a just a different kind of horror viewer than I used to be. I I think that I've just changed a lot, and maybe the season I am in my life, I'm less. Huh? Why don't I like this movie? And more like I hate it. I hate this and I kind of shut down after that and don't always allow for there to be redeeming qualities but especially right now because if if we were doing like a regular week where it's just one movie to focus on I feel like it may have a fairer chance for me but this feels like every day I'm like no I don't have the stones for this (laughs) just wasn't engaged in this and I didn't have a bad time watching the first Hell House but I didn't like it enough to like the things that you appreciate for me to appreciate them I like I almost like how basic it is because Mm -hmm. a lot of horror movie scenarios are really out of hand you don't have to ask yourself necessarily like what would I do like there's nothing you could do you'd get eaten too you know but like here there are kind of some dumb decisions in places where you could mentally interject yourself with a little bit of what what would I do yeah and this absolutely in real life has potential to fuck me up because I fucking love a haunted house I do and I always when I go to Halloween Horror Nights I feel like I've said on this podcast there's always that little voice even though I used to work at Universal I understand that's like what if this bitch is real (laughs) then she's gonna kill me I, I like that. Every time you see one of the props, you're asking yourself, you know, is this the moving prop, the demon or whatever? I didn't mm-hmm. necessarily like the the way they tried to physically connect it to hell. That was too much for me. I didn't really need the preface to the lake of fire. You know, mm-hmm. that part was a little blah with the caretaker doing his monologue. I'm like, you guys are going to sit there and listen to him do this you know tales from the crypt keeper long ass monologue i mean i just continue hysterically and trying to get out that makes more sense yes that pissed me off i did not give a shit what that old man had to say like stop stop talking stop so my problem is i didn't hate the first one and this one i wanted it to be over 45 minutes in the main characters in this were insufferable i didn't like any of them really except for maybe the guy that was like the the og filmographer or whatever that was like making being interviewed was that the guy being interviewed yeah he was interviewed in the in the beginning and stuff he was kind of a snarky bitch but like whatever (laughs) like i can deal with that the other characters were like 
pretty uncompelling. Like I didn't understand why they were so, and the acting was really bad on that on their part as well. <laughs> but I mean, we are in like sometimes. The <laughs> acting is bored in the Hell House movie. Just gonna throw that out there. It's yeah. there's pretty. I don't. I can't think of a standout actor. Whoever's in that clown suit, I guess. Yeah. Oh yeah. There we go. That guy looks. Here's this guy. <laughs> yeah. What the no. way I described it is the characters are ill-defined cliches played by actors that seem to struggle to deliver even the goofiest line. So mm. like, that was my problem well with it, and it was it was exhausting i just needed it to be over and they tried to like build on the lore in a way that just didn't work it was fucking boring i wanted to punch that old man so bad like shut the fuck up that definitely (laughs) first part for sure i think the reason i rated it so low is because i had high hopes it was my hopes being dashed that made me rate this low maybe a little bit me also I oh had a my good god time. the first one no was good. the first yeah. i mean the first one i had a good time with this one i was mad <laughs> i don't know if you guys heard but there's definitely they're doing a prequel movie i shared it on twitter yeah yeah i hope it's good please be good I, please I want be more it to like be one. i do maybe they uh i don't know maybe they uh have had a chance to sit down with what they felt didn't work i don't know if they workshop these things <laughs> i don't know <laughs> I mean, they kind of have to do like what we were talking about with the nun and just decide mm. what's working in the movie, even if it's one costume and one actor, actress, whatever, you know, like it. and take that and nothing else, mm-hmm. you know, that might work. For me, it's all the props in the literal haunted house. The haunted house itself mm-hmm. is definitely a keeper, you know, especially for like a found footage run through mm-hmm. all corners and stuff where there could be you know just something creepy standing there i like that but the dialogue is lacking and the exposition is confusing mm-hmm. yes yes but the hotel has a great name especially if you like supernatural mm-hmm. and they yeah, right. just left that you know like I, yeah the hotel is very creepy yeah Usually I like it when they they dive into the lore, but this one was an exception to that rule. <laughs> You're like, oh, where's the lore? Never mind. Put that back in your back pocket, sweetheart. <laughs> Shut the book. Just... What are Chud ratings on this one, guys? I like this. I I gave it a three and a half, four. So yeah, I gave it I gave it a half Chud. Uh, sorry, I gave it one. There are things about the the setting that are really compelling. But I really felt like they kind of like fumbled the ball with it. So it was, yeah, it was disappointing to me just because I liked the first one enough. Yeah, there, there's definitely potential for me to maybe change my rating if we cover this 1v1 because I also watched the found footage movie The Outwaters. And if we're, we're just gonna compare like found foot like there's no comparison and so maybe that also affected the way that i felt about this movie i'm just trying to be fair that that is fair found footage (laughs) is high on my list you know Mm. it's like watching a youtube video it's like really yes the The next movie on our list going through my list is one dark night okay 
I liked this movie. You, you know that I fuck with camp. You know I love camp. And I this movie is rated PG. So I'm like, what are we doing? What are well, like what are we doing? And I I really wanted to be fair, right? I thought this movie was hilarious, first of all. I love the mannequins because it's just like covering mannequins in shit. Like that's the budget. Like spaghetti and grapes, peeled grapes in a bowl mm-hmm. that you stick your hand in blindfolded and it's intestines and eyeballs. That it's, was this shit. Everything is moist. Everything, everything is moist. Everything is moist. Everything. The girls try to be pink ladies with their purple jackets and sisters. And yep. it's very clear that they're only fucking with this girl, Julie, or whatever her name is, because she's dating Carol's ex-boyfriend. Mm-hmm. And then second of all, Carol and her boyfriend looking like they're in their fucking 30s. Okay? Carol looked yeah. like their mom. <laughs> what are you doing here, Carol? It was funny. And then Elizabeth Daly being in there, like, it's so cute. It's, it's cute. It's cute. And it was like fun. It's cute and it was fun. And I had a good time. I have a problem with the plot that just <laughs> hangs on the jealousy of girls over some yeah. fucking mediocre ass man. I just. Right. They're everywhere. They're crawling. The world is crawling with mediocre boys, um, especially the white ones. Like, just find another one. Just find one. Hit him with your car. But they're supposed, allegedly, teenage girls, so that's, like, a very common teenage girl theme. I just, I I could go without another movie that that's the, I, I get that they're teenage girls, I get that it's, but how many fucking times have I seen this? Well, this movie's old. I don't care. I don't care if I it was know, the first one to do it. I'm tired of the trope. I would rather gouge my eyes out than watch another fucking movie that that's the trope that the entire thing hinges on. Because... I think they just do it because it's easy. And yes. this was like an easily put together movie. And I feel like that's, it just all went hand in hand. Yeah. for them to do it i'm not condoning it and i'm not saying that there should be more i just think that's what happened the only thing i liked this movie for was the goofy corpses other than that fuck this movie i was bored yeah i kind of agree with that it was a little bit boring but for me you know every single one of the characters was a stereotype a mm. borderline yes. stereotype of that especially uh-huh. i was like man yeah on a toothbrush literally she pulled the toothbrush out of her pocket and i was like don't do that right so that i I mean the plot was so boring the guy was like (laughs) today he did jack shit he he fell unconscious and still got credit for saving the day and i just was like man so, you know, and also I, it was so frustrating to me to watch those like 1980s problems of him trying to figure out where Julie was when that could have been solved with like one text message in like a modern. Yeah. <laughs> was so slow. He literally had <laughs> and like yeah. talked to people. Have you seen Julie go to a payphone? Have you seen Julie's? I was like, wow. Today it would have been like, tick, 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 tick. Julie, where are you? You know? So I thought I, it was so funny. I just thought it was I, so funny. It was like a long episode of Goosebumps. Like okay, it it did give kind yeah. of like Goosebumps, you know. I, and I the, love Goosebumps. Gang bang! I didn't know you could die from that. So like, it's good to know. 
but it was gross. Wait. The about this movie was Julie's outfit. That outfit slap, 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 slap. The Nike Cortezes, the faux velvet pants, the flannel with the knit cable sweater over top. Yes, Julie and the blazer. The blazer on top the of all. You gotta be a boss bitch to pull that off. Like wear that today. I'm telling you, just accessorize it with a little bit of gold and take it from me. It would just be popping right off. I love that. I love that take because mm-hmm. I pro- I wouldn't have given it, but it's a fact. They're making Julie to be this kind of character, but I felt like that there was a, a big piece where she just switched into like someone else and it was extra annoying Was because she's very brave, but it was like when the boyfriend was telling her, like, I don't understand why you be- want to be the sisters anyway, she literally snapped and put on this extra whiny voice and was like I'm just trying to prove that I'm brave and I'm not a pussy and she ran away I'm walking home and I was like that doesn't feel like her like that, that doesn't it really doesn't feel like her she, and when he showed up to the mausoleum because she was crying hysterical because of what she had actually seen yeah. and he was Julie, you need to fucking listen to me snap out of it there's nothing here these girls were pranking you and she was like uh-huh yeah, yeah like oh wait what no you, you know just... that's not true <laughs> and then i mean here come the ghosts and he what is he doing Sl- slipping and sliding and sliding so... yeah and he's his pants it's like a little pee pants boy yeah so <laughs> he did that the whole movie i don't know the 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 fawning ridiculous Ugh, i'm not into it she was a good character yeah. by herself like you got this relax she took her sleeping bag. She was ready. I would have said no from the jump. I mean, right? Because that's one thing I said in in the movie. Talk to me. I'm like, I'll be damned if I let teenagers punk me like that. You know, fuck off. Where's your mom? Like, go. Like, leave me alone. <laughs> go away. Yeah, she already had the guy. I mean, I would have told Carol to go. She won. Pack of Winston's and you yeah. know, fuck- go fuck yourself. It was giving 80s. Yeah. Two I thought it was funny. Yeah, I gave it two chuds. So that's fair. One and a half. We're pretty together on this. I think we we just had different things that <laughs> stuck out. I think that's out. funny. Because mm-hmm. like, I, can, I can have a good time in a movie and like recognize that it's absolute garbage. Like I can't mm-hmm. rate... I cannot rate Evil Bong High even though it's so fucking funny to me. I can't. I, I can't it's not a good movie I just had a good time the OG evil bong is a good time I would say uh the ginger dead man versus evil bong one can go fuck itself but it's still so funny like it's so stupid it's- there's a line that gets crossed where I get annoyed with the movie wasting my time this one didn't quite cross that line like I said the goopy corpse is made up for it yeah things i was just really bored the middle of this one and the middle of hell house llc the middle of chud 2 dragged for me i just remembered another contributing factor i watched this movie first oh so you had like a fresh perspective on it yes ma'am i did because i thought it was going to be the worst so i said let's start here (laughs) it wasn't the worst (laughs) yeah Yeah, you know there <laughs> this week honestly the worst fr- from this week doesn't even begin to scratch like the worst in some other weeks so like yeah the next one in the list though 
it's two evil eyes and we need to talk about this one so this one i gave four for the romero one because it was okay it was imaginative it was very george romero and i gave zero for the argento one because i don't want to see cats getting strangled twice and then have to see a lady get murdered by this misogynistic piece of shit fuck you i don't want to see that (laughs) yeah I yeah, I had a really bad time. I liked I did like the Romero one. It made me have nightmares about life insurance, but I liked it. I had I had a good time, but then this one started fucking crazy. Like his ethereal wife is like, I got this cat, we're gonna keep her. And then I can't do it. He's literally choking the cat out and then hitting his wife, and I just said, Oh, you know, no thanks. No thanks. I already sat through an hour of the Romero one, and mm-hmm. I was willing to sit here for a whole nother hour for your bitch ass, and you're gonna hit your wife. Delete. Blocked. Same place. I watched the Romero one through, and uh, I avoided the traumatic other version. Why would he do that? Like, why would he go that? a lot of horror movies do i mean we talk about it all the time there's a fine line between scary horror and trauma porn i mean that's kind of the reality of it and to be honest that is a lot of people's worst nightmare especially women i mean a lot of our worst nightmare is to be abused in our own homes. do we need to be exploiting that as a horror genre Probably not my personal opinion, but that's my personal opinion, so. Well, and they had been living together for, like, four years or something, he said, because the neighbor assumed that that was the wife. I watched it all the way through. I wasn't happy about it, but I watched it all the way through. The neighbor approaches them later and says, where's your wife at? After he kills her, of course. He's like, oh, she's not my wife. She left me. And then he's like we just have been living together for these four years so like something snapped in him apparently with this cat but we don't really see why we don't see what their relationship was like beforehand i i i hated it and i like for me animal abuse is like such a low tier like if you're gonna tell and argento did the fucking argento thing where he decided to cudgel you with fucking sound i don't like that tell me a good story that's the that's the problem that I have with Argento's movies a lot of the time is like he'll get the aesthetic down, which really I mean, is that here kind of not not as brilliant as like some of the other movies like the palettes aren't really rich and there's there's nothing really like no real story there I think in as far as the setting here. I mean, it's just like a regular old ass house. I guess the like weird cat babies eating the bodies at the end is kind of gross, but. What? Yeah, he like walls her up. So the end of it is like he takes her body and walls her up with the second cat that he got and murdered that was pregnant. And then the baby cats come out and like are eating the dead body when the cops find it it's grotesque which i under i understand the grotesque but there's like symbolism and meaning behind it that i think was lost in this adaptation of the story because it was just about that like shock of grotesqueness and that shock of violence which is something that annoys the shit out of me and some of argento's other works because you feel like you don't have to tell a story because you can just shock someone or you can just bludgeon them with sound 
and it's it pisses me off it's like this is you're supposed to be telling me a story here and it's annoying also i don't forgive him for dracula fuck that fuck that movie sky high i will never (laughs) forgive you for that (laughs) no i only saw the romero one and i like how it tried to pay at least some homage to the Edgar Allan Poe piece, both mm-hmm. the tail part and the pale blue eye. Do you guys read either one of those? Mm-hmm. Okay, right. They were solid now. That was solid stuff. So I think trying to take it and put like a a modern commercial spin on it, it's like, what do Americans worry about the most? Money, you know, and put that in there. So I didn't hate it for that. So I gave it like one and a half for like trying that. It was pretty annoying. I thought a lot of it was annoying. Some of the sounds and some of the whining, I guess. She did a lot of whining, you know? Yeah. yeah. And I was like, come on, girl. Like, eat your dessert. Like, you made this bed. <laughs> you know, you you know what's up. So. Eat your dessert. They're actually, okay, so it's, that one is actually based on the facts in the case of M. Valdemar, which is a short story. Yeah, that's and, a good one. Yeah, and it's. I, I like the idea of, like, somebody being mesmerized, like, right before death, and then, like, co- it having some kind of, like, effect, like, on the consciousness or whatever, like, capturing the consciousness somewhere uh, disembodied, and, and, like, that pulling something. That, the way that it is laid out, storytelling-wise, is incredibly fascinating. Did they deliver on it? Not really. It was gross, though. The, like, putrid body was really gross. I liked the metronome that's ticking back and forth and then it like picks up and like goes down into his heart because it's like the heartbeat right oh that was cool yeah i like that i like the ghosts too like the like spectral like it it was just kind of like a liminal experience there it wasn't the best thing i've ever seen but i thought that it was interesting and i think maybe that placing it next to that other one made me like it more too i gave it zero chuds i said no chuds for you like the soup nazi i gave it two Four for Romero, zero for Argento. Cut the difference. Mm. I gave it five. For the storyline, I thought it was solid. You know, a pretty fun rendition. But the execution was just kind of like, I didn't care if everybody in that house died any old kind of way. So there's that. I hear that. So now we're on to the top two. Apollo 18 is the next on my list. And... I was surprised at the reviews that I saw. I went into Apollo 18 thinking this is going to be dismal because it got like one star on a lot of things and people were mad about it and it wasn't terrible. It wasn't bad. The premise was fucking cool. Could they have done it better? Yeah. But the premise was really good. I agree. It would be hard to do it better too. I mean, it's in space. I mean, with stuff nobody's ever seen you know like how do you make something nobody's ever seen horrifying so i i would agree i thought it was solid you know i liked it i'm glad to have seen it i mean space horror is a special type of scary you know i love it very isolating you know just overall fucking freaky and it's giving a whole bunch of no's like no I wouldn't do this I definitely wouldn't mm-hmm. do that so you want to have that feeling like no so I liked it 
so one thing I really love about space horror is because I'm a claustrophobic, I literally can't do like caves and stuff like that. The the ones like the descent, I I got sick from watching that. Like I couldn't do it. But space horror, because it is still so claustrophobic, it, it freaks me out that way, but it is wide open. And because it's like wide open, endless infinity out there it's it, it neutralizes it enough that i can enjoy it and it's terrifying it's uniquely terrifying for me because of mm -hmm. it that and i like all the thing about all the things about like pressure and stuff and the things it can do to the human body terrify me as well like being in a spacesuit independent upon oh, it keeping you, your bones your your body from imploding or exploding or like whatever the fuck it does i'm too high for that too high for <laughs> yeah that. You are freaking me out. I think space horror is so fucking scary. It's so scary to me for all the things that you guys say. And it's like one of the unique things that like really freaks me out because it's like, it's just so unknown. Okay. Mm -hmm. I didn't have a bad time watching this movie. I thought it was very decent and mm -hmm. scary with the little critters that are rocks, but they're not rocks. Stop it. Yeah. I thought it was a rock and I put it in my pocket. It will get me. Okay. Yeah. Oh, a hundred percent. That's the way I'm gonna die. If there are like little critters that are gonna fucking uh, infect me and fuck me up that start as rocks, I'm fucked. Yeah. Because yeah, I love. I am rock. a rock collector. I'm like I'm holding one right now. I'm literally we holding collected a rock rocks. Right now. We collected rocks together. Like <laughs> it's gonna I, get me. Not me. Oh, I would have been like I could have stayed in Las Vegas, Nevada, if I wanted to look at miles and miles of rocks. Okay. So let's just keep these feet on the dirt. I'm telling you, like, just looking out of, like, a little porthole-sized window and seeing the earth, that's scary. That mm -hmm. is scary. I will literally I shit my pants in zero yeah. gravity. I literally will. And I had this discussion with Jay via text because I really, really fucking need it. You will not catch me in space, not for nothing. Even if they said mm -hmm. the earth. I literally said this to him. Even if they say the earth is inhabitable, we are going to see ya. I'm yes. going to stay here and disintegrate with this planet. I'm not doing Same. it. I'm not fucking doing it. Same. I am fascinated by space. I am fascinated by space travel. I'm fascinated by the stories that could be told in space, but my ass is staying here. Like uh -huh. I, I have said so many times, any kind of apocalypse, I'm, I want to go out. And, and if I don't go out by the way of the apocalypse, uh, you, you bet that I'm getting a shotgun and taking care of it. I am not outliving. I am not surviving. I am not doing any of that shit. That is not what I'm made for. I am allergic to everything. I can't see shit. I am made for the very, like, fluffy modern lifestyle. So I'm not going into space. Like, what, what the fuck would contacts do in zero gravity? Like, I'll tell you what. <laughs> and rip to your eyeballs. Your glasses are gonna get all fogged up inside of that helmet. Yep. <laughs> Wait. It, yeah. Okay, so I think that space is extra scary because it's so big, but you're confined to this tiny space. And I am that weirdo because I also have like deep thalassophobia. It's deep in all of my mo molecules, and I am that person who genuinely feels if you go deep enough to the bottom of the sea that you're in space. And it's an infinite loop of terrifying. We don't know what's down there. We don't. We know there's aliens, because, you know, they came to party or whatever. 
but the mermaids have not called me so i don't know what's going on down there i will say my favorite part of this movie other than just the the mental probe into what's up there what's out there are we in trouble kind of thing is this anxious attachment to humanity because i know for me sergeant nathaniel nathan or whatever his name was nate I would have left him so many times. I would have pushed him off the rover when he was first seeing hallucinations and stuff like that. I mean, but think about it. You're up in space. This is the only other human being. Are you so quick to write them off to death and infection and rock aliens? I don't know. But in my mind, I'm thinking, don't go down into that crater. He's a dead man. Don't walk no. that moon desert. That's a dead man, you know, like. That was actually so stupid and scary. Why are you going into a space cave? You have to be trained to go into a regular cave. This is a space cave. Right. You're the experts here. There's no other people. But that feeling of desperate attachment to the only other person like on the planet is pretty scary. You know, like, are you so quick to let him die? Mm. You're going to be a yeah. guy. And he was not a pilot. This other guy was the pilot. Yeah. Well, the other guy was scary as hell. And, like, I can't imagine being stuck in a small space with this lunatic and, like, having to sleep underneath him and he's dripping blood on me. I would not have pulled the thing out of him. I would have been like, oh, there's something in there. You're going to have to exit the vicinity really quick. I'm just going to close this hatch. All right. See you later. You sleep outside now. You got to sleep outside tonight. At the very least, go sleep at the other pod. Like, mm-hmm. why didn't they send him out to that other pod way sooner? He just was like, it's okay. I got you, buddy. I'll do space surgery. <laughs> I mean, there's, there's always that kind of thing, though. Like, in all the alien movies that we've covered on this podcast, it's kind of like that. Like, they take way too many chances with foreign bodies in familiar bodies okay like have they never heard of anything ever it's an emergency you don't know what that is or what's gonna happen you have to quarantine to be fair this was supposed to be set in like the 70s so this is i guess you know maybe they just didn't have so many star trek series to warn them about (laughs) the things that can happen well the government was wrapping it up pretty tight at the end they had the biohazard containers out they was popping everything moving inside i don't know they had an idea maybe people shouldn't go to other planets get infected by aliens and come back i don't know i mean we get infected by people here like who sneeze in our mouths on the bus so i don't know (laughs) yep I was a little bored in the beginning, but I genuinely felt like it picked up significantly. I thought it was a very solid space monster movie, you know? And they're, like, small. And they're rocks. I feel like they're very inconspicuous. Whereas these other, a lot of the other aliens are, like, clear, like clearly. <laughs> they're fucking aliens. Yeah. And they're gonna harm you. <laughs> well, and when we think about what alien life might be, a lot of times we're putting like what we understand about life on earth on that so the fact that they are something that is completely like unfathomable like as far as far as like being living like rocks or something is a little Mm -hmm. bit more likely i think in in a way the thing about this movie that didn't work for me was the pacing it was a little all over the place other than that i just 
I, I don't see what other people like the, a lot of the reviewers were like this is boring like please watch uh some of these other movies that we've watched if you think this is boring like yeah I didn't think it was boring I had I a good need time. character but you know what not to die in space so mm -hmm. just as well yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if all these people who are reading it like this are in some kind of club that we don't know about yeah it, i'm have, very like, curious opinions. i would love to like interview somebody that like has like a really negative opinion about this like especially Let's after we make them watch like bud the chud or like hell house 2 you know and see what they say and i mean even those i still would put those above some of the shit that we saw last week <laughs> so seriously Let's let's watch Bad Moon and then tell me that something's boring. Watch Bad Moon uh, all the way through. Tell me something's boring. Don't. I can't recommend that. <laughs> I just can't recommend doing that. Like, I fell asleep three times trying to watch that 80s, like, sex fest that we watched yes, last week. What was that called? Flesh Eater. Oh, I fell Flesh asleep Eater. three times trying to watch that one this was not anywhere near as boring and and there were things that were no. fine with that movie and that movie was funny in a lot of ways but yeah. it was just th there was no story there was nothing to keep me going this one i didn't fall asleep at all i did pause it at one point and like came back to it so it did get broken up into two pieces but i, I didn't i didn't pause it because i was bored i paused it because i had something to do the one that i had trouble i did have to watch hell house llc 2 three times once because I I zoned out and started playing phone games too many times. Uh, once because I fell asleep, and then I I just watched like the second half. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was solid. I immediately after it was done, I wanted to see a movie just like it that mm -hmm. was a little bit scarier. Yeah. yeah, just a little more, and but just like it would be fun, you know. So I, I thought it was solid. I gave it three and a half. They should make another one. Like, yeah, I I love fucking space horror. Just like, I love cosmic horror too. Like, bring in this is a good segue. Like, let's yes, let's fucking go. <laughs> Definitely a conspiracy horror too. I mean, the moon landing conspiracy kind of yeah adds into it. I gave Apollo eighteen three chuds. Oh damn! I gave it two chuds. <laughs> even though i liked it i, I gave, gave it three i liked it solid mm -hmm. it was solid for me too but from beyond it takes oh. a step from just space horror into cosmic horror into cosmic lovecraftian horror. horror and i god i have such a soft spot for this kind of shit this could have been done better but it was very interesting yeah. in the way that it was done this was such a pleasant surprise because I didn't read anything about it. I had no idea what it was about. I just I just went in there and I was like, wow, this is like my favorite stuff. Like when I say that I'm a gore girl, I don't mean like what? I don't mean that. I don't I like that stuff, but that's not like my favorite stuff. This is my favorite stuff. Like the unreal people getting melded together or melded with other things or melded with themselves. All the floating space worms that look like dicks. Like this stuff is crazy. Like it's unbelievable. It's fantastical. And I love it. And I had no idea it was coming. 
So it sounds like you're more of a body horror girl than a gore girl because that's more what we're doing here like this like transforming which i think you would really like the fly there were some parts of it that were like the the horniness like we could have done without it but i do think it was kind of funny the way it was done very horny and slimy it was gross you know it was gross but I think that they gave us a basis for it. They was like, look, we're going to be dealing with the pineal gland. Stuff's going to get real gross. So I didn't hate that. I like the philosophy of finding a way to utilize the sixth sense. That's kind of endlessly fascinating. But Mm -hmm. yeah, it could have been a little less rapey for me. Yeah, that's always a good thing. Yeah, definitely. Could have taken that out of it throw it away (laughs) you know it was out there it definitely was unpredictable which is nice it kept it was moving there was a lot of movement i also like the ridiculousness of them saying hey here is a failed experiment that sounds totally 100 made up and we don't believe this guy but let's go run it again just for shit okay but also this is what really bothers me about that thing The whole goal of bringing this doctor was to see if this man was like mentally sound enough to stand trial. And she goes, I'm going to take you back to the scene of the crime and we're going to recreate this experiment. That was not your fucking job. Right? Not to mention, okay, she does that MRI on him and she sees that his pineal gland is bigger. So obviously the, the thing about it is, is there are, real life consequences to using this that are irreversible so even if you could recreate the experiment and you could do something like do do you want to do you want to keep becoming like this weird chud monster with the dick coming out of your your forehead like that was so graphic (laughs) and then when he got his his forehead dick bit off in the end i can't with a proboscis i just so keep your proboscises to yourselves like there was also a lot of like it was just very very like suggestive in everything in this week there was a lot of head sucking like that giant worm thing sucking this man this man's head so hard his skull was enlarged and then he went on that head sucking rampage where he was just grabbing you know sucking their head what the hell and he was really going in for the eyeball first too (laughs) He did. They were all a lot. Oh my god. This was like the void could have leaned into this kind of shit a little bit more and just been a little weirder. That's all. Like it I think it had a better story, the void did though, maybe. Yeah. But this was so fucking just out there. And I think that that's what I liked about it the most. It this is probably my favorite of all the movies we've watched so far for 31 days right now. Did you see his shoulders when he was like naked? The Pretorius guy. Yes, yes Pretorius oh was hairy as fuck. I said that he looked like Jordan Peterson with a bad rug glued to his chest. Oh my gosh! Uh, yes, and they were like zooming in on those shoulders. I was like, where is that even to have hair? Like, there's right like there. little tufts that of hair. hair. They're they're yeah. not. It's not even like uniform. It's just like tufts. Uh, I was like, please tell me that came from the other realm too. You know, okay, Dr. Pretorius was so spooky in his, like, sexually aggressive, wants to be naked, I'm a really Mm. smart man kind of way. Like, he would just stand. You know what he was giving? 
in hereditary that like first naked man you see in the shadows where all you can see is like his dick and his teeth that's Ugh. him yeah dick and teeth this guy for sure and fingers the law extra long <laughs> yeah yeah Ugh. I, I sorry that took me out i don't know if either of you have seen everything everywhere all at once Mm-mm. it's a multiverse movie and then one of the multiverses they had really long hot dog fingers and that's all i can think of it was bizarre you know who i'm thinking of my sexy boy ragu finger booty demons hell yeah, yeah. dick fingers Woo! yeah that's exactly what was happening dick fingers yeah <laughs> like to see that recycled like that is one thing that i will never get mad at that that trope being used dick fingers are i just are, can't. are it for me i just can't and, and that this guy wouldn't like not die and he just morphed into disgusting bubblegum yeah yeah because every time you're under the influence of that energy it's like it's transforming you further it's further making you into this formless monster that that energy causes to a human body which is terrifying it's just like in the fly where he like keeps trying to do experiments to fix himself and just becomes more and more disgusting. Uh. Peter Griffin when he wished he had no bones. Oh yeah. Or like people from those weed commercials back in the day. The same thing. Yes. Yeah. You're like she smoked weed and now look at her. She went from beyond and came back. Yeah. So <laughs> It gave me the ick, but at least it like stuck to it the whole time, you know. Mm-hmm. It did Don't have say... progressive conversation in there, one of which was what's the right thing to do in terms of how society treats people with mental illnesses like schizophrenia? Mm-hmm. So I liked that conversation. That was really serious. The yeah. two doctors back and forth while well, locking people away is not okay. Well, experimenting on them is pretty fucked up too. So, you know, that's a real ass question that we still have today. So, yeah. Yeah. You know, and it had some questions about consent and boundaries. Like, so the chick, she obviously wanted to investigate more and to explore more about the machine, but she got way more than she bargained for. So a woman can both, you know, get dressed head to toe in leathers, put on some lipstick and go moan on a machine. And she can say, you cannot finger fuck me with your weird outer space fingers. Yes. So, you know, I like, I kind of liked that. I was like, you know what? That was a, a little bit more progressive in terms of underlying dialogue. I think I love that. I also think that what we saw with her was the way that Anne Rice should have written Rowan Mayfair. Because oh my God, yes. oh my God, she yes. gets like seduced by the concept of it and you see her turning slowly versus yeah. Rowan who was just like, you know, she wanted to fuck that ghost. She wanted to fuck that ghost the whole fucking time. 110% she wanted to Dang. fuck that ghost. She was fucking all those firemen looking for that ghost. Yes. Yes. She wanted like, that instead- ghost stick. <laughs> and there's nothing wrong with that. But no, but like own it. Be for real. Come on. Yeah, be fucking for real, sister. Come on, girl. The other thing I liked about this movie is his name was Crawford Tillingast. What a fucking name. I love that name. Old Crawdaddy. And this is no Michael Curry, that's for sure. No. R.I.P. Black guy. The only black guy in the movie. That is true. 
And he was the only sensible person in the movie, too. Yeah, yep. like a hearty sugar. Like, th- look at yourself. <laughs> <Right>. Stupid <laughs> bitch. <laughs> You're acting crazy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> though, seriously. Like, I don't know. Any man who, like, tackles a basement, like, larger-than-life serpent in his what even kind of underwear are those They're that like, was a banana hammock yes there we go a banana hammock with a kitchen knife that's the <laughs> hero story people just say he yes. deserved to live he did he deserved to see the end like ll cool j that was my favorite character i like that he came with his curl bar because you cannot skip a day no days off okay in your exercise i mean i gave you four shots i did I had the best time watching this movie. I gave it four chuds too. Oh, I gave it two and a half because, yeah, it was just really gross. But, um, <laughs> yeah, understand. I definitely was like, what the fuck, you know, which will keep you along for the ride. So, mm-hmm. oh man, are we the teenage boys of this podcast? I guess so. I mean, I definitely, like, knew I was in trouble when I was, like, a cross between Steph and Matt when I was, like, listening to everyone put their rankings out. I was like, yeah. (laughs) I'm disappointed in myself, but I'm living my authentic personality here. This is what, you know. We're literally, we're nothing if not ourselves, wholly and truly. Like, I kind of wish I hadn't seen Castle Free. (laughs) Oh. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. You can't put that back in the box. No. no, no, and I often wonder, you know, like you can't have, but like so much space on the floppy disk, and like you don't really get to choose like what you're gonna delete later to make room. And I'm like, what if my brain like keeps Castle Freak and I like forget some good shit? Like it'll keep you up at night. So you know, just consider that next time you see a <laughs> ridiculous movie, so. dude. If that was okay. But if that was the case, I'm already fucked. The movies that I have watched for this podcast. Right. So, yeah, I'm, I'm getting concerned. They're feeling <laughs> floppy, y'all. So that's all I had to say about From Beyond. It was uh, weird and interesting. Yeah. That didn't make it good, though. So that's where I stand. Yeah. Yeah. I liked it. I had a fucking good time. And you can find this podcast on the interwebs at ghostofthemagazine.site or on Twitter at GITM Podcast. You can find me on Twitter at WitchXPudding. You can find me at Nocturnical. And you can find me at Hedda underscore Mel. Okay, bye.